Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. Like I said, all things classical music and being sleepy in the profession. <laughs> right, like y'all. It's 2.44 a.m. This episode goes <laughs> out in a smooth five hours. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? How did this happen? Whoa. Busy, busy. It's probably the worst it's been. We have to reset. We have to re. We have to like recalibrate because we used to be putting out episodes like the week before. Well, a forty-two episode season seems about right. Can you imagine if we <laughs> people would give up on us? They'd be like, "All right, y'all." So, right. <laughs> first of all, it's your, that's our bad. <laughs> also, like a forty-two episode season. What kind of season is that? But like the season girl, forty-two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like almost a freaking year. <laughs> literally ten weeks shy of a year. <laughs> We would literally like that would be over for us. It would be literally over <laughs> for us. See you guys in forty two weeks. Forty two weeks on, you can go back and listen. Like yikes! <laughs> Remember, someone was like, "Um, what's gonna happen to the podcast now that you graduated?" Along, my girl, <laughs> we still we still chugging along. Yeah. This ain't going nowhere. Um, next week you'll hear. That that might could probably could. (laughs) (laughs) Now we slap happy. What the heck? Um, next week we'll hear you'll hear why we are recording at this ungodly hour. Y'all know it's way past my bedtime. Like, oh, not way past. I don't be way bed at twelve. At the latest. Sometimes I'll be like sleep. If I'm really tired from work, like I'm actually gonna sleep. I really played myself in high school. Like, high school, I was like, I mean, I was eating like a whole bunch of zebra cakes, but like, <laughs> I was like the healthiest with sleep. Like, I'll go to bed. Like, I remember I'll be on the phone. <laughs> I was studying for the APUS exam. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it was nine o'clock, and I was on the phone with my former friend. <laughs> and I was like, so I'm going to bed. And she's like, are you kidding? And I'm like, Naomi, it, this is it, if I I know what I don't, but you know what's gonna happen. Like I need to get my full eight hours, so you can stay up in the cram. <laughs> I'm going to bed. Like it's over. Like <laughs> period. Like I don't care. Yeah, I have a friend that in high school she doesn't do this anymore, but in high school she would always try to Facetime me at like eleven or eleven thirty, and I'm like, sis, I'm getting ready for bed. Like, and in especially because I knew the Facetime call was gonna last at least two to three hours. So oh, like, and, it, and I, as soon as I realized it was starting to be a habit, I was like, I'm not venturing. Yeah, <laughs> like I feel you on that. Like I used to get like honestly, I would eight o'clock sometimes and like sleep straight through to six o'clock in the morning to get up. Like now it's like if we can get five hours, well, that's great. <clears throat> I would love a nice but for me to get nine hours, I can't just sleep nine hours. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to go to bed earlier because I'm gonna wake up at the same time every day, regardless. It's annoying. Mm-hmm. So for that one hour, y'all wore me out, and I woke up at like twelve. Okay, one hour to get ready for rehearsal. <laughs> anyway, what's the news? All right, so we're speeding through. This week. Why would you jinx it? Now we're gonna be here for twenty hours. Um, I just mean we're speeding through the news, which is the truth. Um, just wanted to give you guys <coughs> a, an employment opportunity. Delaney um, Classical Music Festival launching next week. Delaney Classical Music Festival. 
DCMF. The Kumuf. What? <laughs> the Kumuf. The Kumuf. <laughs> the heck? The First of all, who will come up with? Why not? Think about the what? The Kumuf. You want the Kumuf? Yeah. <laughs> Period, Pooh. Right. Shout out to Jason. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Jason. <laughs> wow. What was that about? Refused to be on this episode. Oh, yeah, freaking Jason. Oh, <laughs> I don't like Jason at all. I'm going to play this for him, too. I don't like him at he, all. By the, by the way, he reacted. You would never believe that people actually wanted to be on this show. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> um, but he, he, he had his reasons why tonight he didn't want to. Yeah. I mean, y'all could take with that what y'all want, but tonight he was not feeling it. But mm-hmm. um, so anyway, back to this employment opportunity <laughs> and the come off. Oh, you can talk about that after. Great, yeah, I'll get to that. Um, so <laughs> the New World Symphony is hiring a new senior vice president for institutional culture and inclusion, which I think it is very important for somebody um, black of melanated descent, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we are tired. To, okay, to be in this position, um, if you don't know, New World Symphony is an orchestral academy that prepares graduates in music programs for leadership roles in professional orchestras and ensembles. Um, it has been around for thirty-one years, which I didn't know. Dang, right? Um, it helped. It's helped launch the careers of more than one thousand one hundred and fifty alumni worldwide, and ninety percent of whom are actors, musicians, making a difference in the field of classical music. So that's a little bit about the organization. Um, the the position as the senior vice president of institutional culture and inclusion um, is a key member of the senior leadership team, and they collaborate um, with. The artistic director, the CEO, and they build upon current institutional human resource capabilities for the, the New World Fellows and the staff. Um, and yeah, I think, you know, I think we've talked about this a couple of times, especially like with major orchestras and other stuff, how it's just important to have somebody of color in the room. Cause yeah, because y'all be, y'all be cutting up for no reason. When it comes to like cultural and, you know, inclusion things, because you'd be surprised how many things people don't think about. Um, <laughs> Jasmine was telling me about whatever organization she worked for, and let's just say I'm not gonna take too much because, but she was like watching them have a conversation about like how to have more people of color included. She was like, it was like watching a comedy sketch because they be they be so like confused. Like, so maybe if we, what if we got Young and May to come and then it, like. <laughs> It's like it's not hard to hire somebody black. We put some, we, we, we put some little fried chicken morsels leading up to she the like, door. So, like Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> what if we like just hire somebody black? Like I don't understand. And then what Jessica? Oh, you weren't there. What Jessica said at the, there was a panel at Gateways. Oh, I forgot to say we need to talk about that. Yeah, there was a panel at Gateways, and Jessica was like, she wanted to get into arts admin and like applied to over a hundred jobs and got an interview for three of them. Yeah, because of like y- y'all don't want to let black people into these spaces. Like it's it's freaking weird. Like y'all are weird as heck. But y'all y'all don't want us there. But you want to try to uh, appeal to us, what so you can get a tax write off. <gasps> okay, I can't. T- oh, 
I want to say this because like the world must know. So I'm not gonna tell you who, and I'm not gonna tell you what institution, but I'll tell you after, of course. But uh, a friend of ours applied to a music school in this country, and when he got there to the audition, they were like, "Oh, we've never had." a person of color or a black person I can't remember a person of color in this department so you'll fill our quota for affirmative action I was like they said that to your what face I'm like I, I hear what? stuff about I hear stuff like this all the time but like they said it to his face I don't know I don't, meanwhile, meanwhile I don't know what I would do you got probably the smartest person in your whole department. Like literally, maybe he, maybe like he's the smartest person I know. <laughs> yeah, like freaking Tyler Richard. Like, when them yeah. two got together, and I'm like, let me let me move right. before y'all start talking about quantum talking, physics and like were, for real. They were talking about well, technically with the laws of psychology. I'm like, shut up. Like, ugh, shut up. Right. <laughs> like, don't ever want to hear about that. <laughs> that guy's brain. Is bigger than all y'all's put together and then on steroids. Like when I tell y'all, I was dumbfounded. I, c- I couldn't imagine someone saying that to my face and me being like, "Yeah, sign me up." So I could be y'all puppet, huh? It's pathetic. Y'all are pathetic. That is crazy. And I feel like what I notice about some of the old heads in classical music, like <laughs> they don't know what to say to to black people at all. Mm-hmm. Like calling us ethnic or like, oh, what was it? I don't remember. Who. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I don't. I, realization. I don't remember who it was, but somebody. Okay, I I can't remember the details. I'm not gonna say who, but that's not the point. Y'all are living crazy lives. Maybe because I had like my undergraduate teacher, like as a person, like she's not gonna say that. She also grew up in the same city that I grew up in, like. She was around black people. She's also not a terrible person, so that helps. <laughs> and then my VL teacher was black, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> I didn't have these problems. But um, okay, so this instrumentalist went to a lesson, and then like I, I don't remember what they did. I think they like cut their hair or something in the next lesson. <laughs> the, the teacher went, "Oh, like you look like." Okay, I don't remember the exact words because it's escaping me because probably my brain, brain like deleted. But basically, like you look, like you look so much neater. Like you look so much like wow. more kept. Like oh, you look so much more racist. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, this field is ridiculous. Like it's, it's so freaking funny. ridiculous. It's so crazy, but some people think it's a compliment. Like, <laughs> but I don't understand. Okay, like you, like you're not like the rest of them. When it's up to Mr. Taylor? On what freaking planet is that a compliment? What the heck? Like, when I said in the show before, when, when Mr. Taylor was like, oh, when that person was like, oh, I don't, oh, no, 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 George, like, you're not, I don't, I don't see you as black. I'm like, that's funny. That's the first thing I noticed in the morning. Like, <laughs> like you're freaking weird. Like, you need to fix that. I like, what is. And like, out of all the girls I say it to, you say it to the wrong one. Right. <laughs> like, because. I see you as black. And Mr. Taylor will make you look dumb. He's so freaking smart. Like he will make you 
I feel embarrassed. You should feel embarrassed you for that. You should feel embarrassed. Like, what the heck? How do you see black people? And if you don't know what to say, don't say anything. Why is that a good thing that you don't see me as black? Ugh. And also, like, I don't understand. When I see, when I go to a different country, I don't, when I see meet people that aren't like me, I don't be saying racist things. Like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand how it's like racism is your default. Right. Like, I don't understand how it's such a big deal to see people that don't look like you. Like, it's not, it's not that big of a deal. It's what? literally just a person that's different <laughs> than you. <laughs> like, like, and you're different from them and they don't care. So why do you care? Like, <laughs> I'm so freaking lost. Well, Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how we got here, but I had to tell you that. Yeah. Like, I was blown away. That is crazy. Because these experiences that people be talking about, like, I've never had them. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I feel like thank some God. people, like, especially when you when you're not like, I feel like when people are more comfortable around you and they feel like they could sneak that by you, then they will. And so sometimes when black people are more reserved, they're more introverted. I feel like people may think, may take that as like, oh, well, they're not that loud. Get a black person so I can slide this by them. Because, you know, that person is more, you know, introverted and, you know, mm-hmm. um, and quiet and keeps to himself. Like they may have thought like, oh, he's not like the rest of them. So I can say that to his face. Yeah, because all because they would never, ever say that to you or me. Like, yeah, because like all black people are the same. Like we're all loud and ghetto. Right. Monolith over here. That makes sense. Because, like, all white people are the same, right? Right. Everyone who has any one thing in common is exactly identical, right? Isn't that how it works? Yeah, it's only, like, six types of people on the planet. <laughs> right. You didn't know that? That's it. Right. Period. That's all. The Very end. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all confuse me in a way that's, like, embarrassing. <laughs> I'm so I'm so embarrassed for some of y'all. Like, right, so. the fact that y'all even got this far is amazing. Like, Ugh. Maybe I'm just gonna have to stay with Mr. Taylor forever because it's like my face gonna be looking different if you say something, try to say something to me. Like, what? What am I gonna do? Like, like pipe up on my freaking studio teacher? Are you? I'm so glad I've never had an experience like that with my my teacher. Also, or like um, old heads and stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like old heads. I mean, you literally watch the field change. Like, I don't understand. Okay. I'm lost. I don't have anything else to say. So, add to our quota. You're pathetic. You are pathetic. We will have our add to. You know how much of an asset you get. Okay. In the year <laughs> of our Lord 2019, you're pathetic. Yuck. Hmm. <laughs> the absolute worst. Thunder fire upon you. <laughs> Are we moving on? Yep. Okay. So I was on some I was somewhere on Al Gore's internet and I came across this um let me pull it up. It's like a a website that documents uh famous creative people's daily routines. And on it's like Benjamin Franklin Franklin. Franklin. It's late, okay. <laughs> whatever kite um kurt vonnegut maya angelo and then there's four composers on here 
so I, I want to know I, I I'll link it well, I'm not editing Delaney will link it and um and you can see what we're talking about it's a bar graph it's not a bar graph it's a schedule yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> But it has bars on it, so I got confused. Meanwhile, I literally study calculus. This is like the biggest disappointment. I literally study calculus and I do basic math on my on my phone. And this is not a bar graph. It's not even close to a bar graph. It's not even numbers on both sides. Anyway, um, yeah. So it's their schedule. So I was gonna ask Delaney. Oh, the four composers that are on here. I'm talking in circles. I'm literally, this is literally episode forty two. It's a graph with schedules on it. There's four composers. Four composers on here are Beethoven, Mozart, uh, Tchaikovsky, and <clears throat> Strauss. Um, so I wanted to ask Delaney, take a look at the four composers. Which composer's daily schedule would you jive the most with? Maybe not the one that's most similar to you because that's kind of like hard. You're not out here writing arias at least not that i know of but <laughs> which one can you get down with you most my, <laughs> oh you write arias for you to come now um yeah um what <laughs> um what uh, yeah i'm not telling you my acronym again but if you use the if you use the come of y'all heard it here first i mean 10 percent of everything y'all make because period so okay Okay, it's nothing for now, but now everybody traveling around the world going to the the come up. You're traveling around the world to get to it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, the come up on ice. Okay. Ice? Mm-hmm. Isn't that that's kind of a hot commodity now? <laughs> <laughs> on this point. Yeah, you can <laughs> you can go to whatever's left of Antarctica. Right, so it's probably as green as the spring and down here. <laughs> Penguins sunbathing and all. <laughs> Do we ever do that left? We, you know, we gotta start taking ice cube trips down there. I yeah, know, that's that's, that's probably what they're doing. You know, you can live in Antarctica. Don't ask me why I was I was looking up that, but you can live. <laughs> and you really are sick of America, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> you really are to the point that I bypass every livable country. <laughs> but you can live down there for like periods of time. I think it's either like at most six or nine months. Mm-hmm. Or it's probably three because it's freezing. Yeah, people that live down there, like yeah. Years, yeah, but it's not like. They don't always live down there because, like, it's literally. Oh my god, I can't imagine how dry their skin is. But and you, there's nothing around. So if a penguin decides to ambush you, like, what you gonna do? Then penguins live down there, right? Yeah. Polar bears are north. Yeah. Penguins. Wait, there's no polar bears down there. Maybe. I mean, there's there aren't any because right. They like almost. I watched. You saw the video of the polar bear dying because it was like so freaking hot. It was all skinny and like sweaty. Y'all don't care. So anyway, um, oh, I just said, oh, yeah, I don't care. Are you kidding? <laughs> I was like, dang. I said y'all don't care yeah, okay. about anything. Right. Um, but the freaking sea lions, you know those? They, they okay, but they're people, aggressive. They turn the people's inside out to eat them. I'm like, I why? believe it. I was like, that's so unnecessary. I went to I went to uh when I went to San Francisco with orchestra back in high school I was like and they took us I forgot what the area is down there where there's a whole bunch of them I'm like why are we here and I'm like why would I want to eat my burger and look at seagulls what are they called sea lions and it is and they all flubbery and like ugh yo what my brother's an orange. My brother's <laughs> 
You suck. Anyway, you can live in Antarctica, and I forgot why we were talking about that. But anyway, there's literally. I don't even know where we are. Okay, so. Oh, the chemical ice. Oh yeah, you can go down there, but it's probably it'll probably be the, the same as. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like you can go down there, or you can just go to the come up in Jamaica. Probably the same climate by now. Um, tropical, breezy, and small. Okay, <laughs> so um, which composer do you identify with the most, like based on their daily schedule, and like walk us through their schedule? <clears throat> Strauss. You know he didn't have his meeting with Hitler on. Right, I was about to say what this. block of time are you using dedicating for Nazism? Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't see that's not one of the categories. I'm, oh, there's a category for other. It's probably oh, it's probably definitely other. <laughs> Especially he was low key ashamed of it, but like yeah. not so. Right, so not ashamed enough to stop. <laughs> okay, what is it? <laughs> what is it? Please. <laughs> so I'm going to, and it's funny because you said not to pick this person because it's biased, but. Tchaikovsky. <laughs> but actually, I think that he is the one that I identify with the most. Because first of all, Mozart and Beethoven wake up dumb early. Yeah, like um, dumb early. And Tchaikovsky doesn't wake up till about 8. It looks like 7.30, which is about the time that I usually wake up. Okay, early bird. You wake up early to me. Um, then after that, he says, having a tea, smoking, reading Bible, and philosophy. I don't need none of that, but I do have coffee. So, like, that's kind of the equivalent. <laughs> Wake up, have my coffee. Um, reading my Bible would be <laughs> checking my notifications. <sighs> um, reading, I guess. Then going for a walk. Um, On purpose? A lot of these, I mean, they had nothing else to do. I like going for walks. Especially because I don't really leave my house very much if I don't have to. So I'm trying to force myself to go, like, on a walk. And I live in California, so it's... I don't like walking without a purpose. I get that. I don't like running without a purpose. But walking without a purpose? Or so I might go somewhere. I'm like, I remember I went to Detroit. When I went to Korea with Leticia, we flew through Detroit. And she's never been to Detroit Airport. She's like, you want to walk around? I'm like, <laughs> no. Backpack viola and an airport that doesn't make sense. The Detroit Airport makes no sense. It's like they they took one. I mean, it's one big line. Yeah, it's true. <clears throat> I'm like, she's like, you want to walk around? I'm like. Or we can sit at the gate. Also, going on walks is, like, at this point, one of the only times I can just be alone. Since I don't live alone. Mm. Which I would love to do. But, like, if I want to be alone, I'll go on a walk. Mm-hmm. Um, then dealing with mail and doing chores. Um, he takes, like, an hour to do that. Which, for me, that would be, like, usually finance stuff. And I do have chores. Mm. Um, and then composing for couples. So that's, like, doing work-related stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, my opinion. So that's about two, three hours. Um, breaking for lunch, nice and early. Me. <laughs> um, then going for another walk. But why is his walk t- time so long? Like, yeah, he says go for a long walk. Okay, but where are you walking to? Which I, I might go. You walk walking? You walking to Germany from okay. Russia? It's not that far. <laughs> well, I would. I don't know what the neighboring country is, but autumn lit cities sit right on the border of. Of whatever yeah. the next country is. What I like most, what I would like to most with his schedule is that things he doesn't really have like super long blocks of anything, mm-hmm. um, which is on brand for me because my brain will turn into mud if I try to do something for way too long. Mm-hmm. Um, so go for a walk. I might take my dog. Shaka. 
Meanwhile, you have an entire other dog. You don't like that dog. I do like mm. it. I used to love Bud, and I still do. Mm. I think you love him because he's your dog, but you love Chang. Because Chang is more affectionate than he is, <laughs> and he smells terrible. <laughs> <laughs> he just smells gross. And um, unfortunately, he's he's blind, and um, now like he's he's very old. He's like sixteen, which That's is like over hundred. Yo. Like he's super super old. And like he's all and he's very nosy. He's always <laughs> uh, like, yeah, I love it. All in between up under your legs. You're always tripping over. He can't him. see. But even before he could see. <laughs> um but yeah, he just smells really bad. Um <laughs> anyway. Then Tchaikovsky has tea and reads the newspaper, so that's me sitting up on my phone or reading. Um, then back to work. And then he has a group of just other which is probably me doing nothing. Not mood. Right. And then a long, what, like four hour time for having dinner, which is something I miss. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I remember, like, my uh, my first year here at Eastman was my friend Shane's first year in law school. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I need an hour for dinner. He's like, for what? I'm like, are you kidding? Like, I have to make the dinner. I have to enjoy myself. I have to, like. Right. Be comfortable. Like, yeah. Like, I'm like, scarfing it down. Listen. Them three little extra notes I'm going to learn by scarfing my dinner. I can wait. Like. <laughs> I'm freaking gonna make my food. Now it's seven thirty. So it's been thirty minutes. Then I'm gonna find something on YouTube. I'm gonna snuggle up. Exactly. Then it's gonna be eight o'clock, and I'm be like, I might could do eight fifteen. I like. I would literally not eat if I'm not gonna have like a comfortable time eating. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it's rare that I will scar something down. Um, I struggle with this just because like I have to get enough sleep, like at least six hours, for me to feel some type of way, but. Um, I identify most with Mozart. So mm-hmm. he he works pretty late. Like he composes from like 11 to 1 a.m. And I'm just like, or I can go to bed. But no, one thing with me is I'll practice regardless. Like I need, if I need to get my time in, I'm going to get my time in. So I, I'll like lie around and be like, I could, I just watch one more video. I just want, I could take a nap. And I wake up at one o'clock in the morning, like. I'll put my mute on and I'll practice from one to four in the morning. Like that's something that I would do. Like I, I must get my time in. And I know like I do have neighbors upstairs, but also you have a child. So tit for tat. <laughs> First of all, okay, dedication nation. Okay, lazy, lazy McGee. You're literally not lazy. You woke up I also, got out of your bed to practice for four hours or three hours. But I also could have done that time before. Yeah, but you still did. My conscience, my conscience won't let me because I'm because if I don't get what I'm no, going my for. Will just torture me, so. <laughs> okay, so um, then he sleeps, but not enough. Like, are you good? The answer is no. Um, he wakes up and has wait, hold up. Oh wait, that's not Mozart. <laughs> I was like raw eggs. Okay, so yeah, on brand for you. Okay, exactly. So on brand. So this is what this is where me and Mozart was like. Okay, here you go, my guy. So. Mozart takes an hour to get ready. First of all, why were you taking an hour to get ready? But okay. That's true. And then them wigs, that lace front stayed late, okay? And he had no got to be glued either or blow dryer to make it tacky. Like, go ahead. Um, I take an hour to get ready at least. Yeah, I was about to say, that's you on a good day. And especially if I'm, go- if I'm going to an event, I'm talking about... The event's going to be over. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, like, take my time. I want to look... 
the way I want to look like. If I'm going to an event, it's at least two and a half hours, three hours for me to get. Because I have to do my makeup, how my hair going to look. And I see, I got to steam my clothes. Like, I didn't steam my dress today. I felt type of way because it was all at the bottom. No one no one noticed except for me. Um, also was hanging up in my closet. Um, then he composes for two hours. Um, then he gives music lessons. So I guess like this is really like I practice and I teach. So then <laughs> he takes four hours to have lunch with friends. That's some type of shenanigans I'll do. Like, <laughs> like right. Oh, brunch. I love brunch. But also it'll be like, you want to go to Shambolis? You want to get bubble tea? You want to go to Javis? We hopped over from me or Richard hopped over from Stromboli's and and then hopped over to Javis and stayed there forever. Like then literally we went to the concert, then we went to dinner after that. The night before, we literally stayed at that that place for like an hour after it closed. <laughs> like right, like we when we if we don't got nothing to do, we deep. <laughs> like we were at Stromboli's for an hour and a half. It no longer we had Stromboli's for like two hours because that rehearsal got canceled. Mm-hmm. Then we were at Javis for an hour and a half. Then we were at Tap and Mallet for two and a half hours. Like, I could hang. Like, I really could hang. Especially if I'm not tired. And we would have still been at Tap and Mallet. But I was so freaking tired. I had to, like, go lay down. Um, and then he composes some... Com- he composes more. So, looking at about five hours... Five to six hours um, of time dedicated even longer in a day. Like he was dedicating Maybe about I'll eight hours. How come the overture to what's the name didn't get to done? Yeah, so I feel like you know what this looks like to me. I feel like this is Mozart's like you know this like what I what I do in a day <laughs> video he did for YouTube like on his good good day. I mean like I have never practiced eight hours in a day because right around the six hour mark like my hands are to give out. So I've ne- I've never done more than six hours in in one day. Well, also, you practice all of the same. You practice all the way through. Yeah, most times. Like I try to do chunks. Like I don't like the packing, up, unpacking an hour or whatever. I don't. I just don't like that. Like you don't really have to. I mean, I got much to unpack, but I rather just. I'm the type of person I like to get stuff over with. Like especially like when I when I get up in the morning, if I could just do four hours and and I have the rest of my day, I'm gonna be thinking about practicing or nothing like that. Like that's amazing. I just, it's over it's done 8 to 12 and then I have the rest of my day to do whatever I need to do but yeah we'll link um this uh thing and you can take a look at what we're looking at it's kind of cool like if you hover over um <clears throat> the different names that you'll see and there's also other people on here like I said Picasso some other people I don't know Freud Charles Dickens Charles Darwin you know People, Charles Darwin is a creative. How? Oh well, theory of evolution. He was a thinker. He established theory of evolution. That's creative. I mean, it's based on science, but it is like. Yeah, I don't think creativity. I mean, yeah, I guess I don't. I just don't think creativity when I think when I see think about him, because I've only learned about him as in the science class. But you can be creative with like. I think that's that's creative, like to come up with a theory of evolution. Yeah, well, I like, think it's not like he had no scientific evidence, but like he still, yeah, like to true. be able to be, he, I'm the type of stuff I take up at face value. I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool, but he was like, let me dig deeper and mm-hmm. theorize and stuff. I'm like, I'm like, it is what it is. For real. Nah, you be 
I be night. Mm. Uh, we're moving on. <laughs> okay, so today we're doing a story time episode about rehearsal. So basically, if you never see a story time, you you say you never seen a story time on. No. I watch so much YouTube though, but like people will do story times like my crazy roommate, my f- crazy freshman year roommate, and it'd be like a story time of like what happened. Well, this is definitely gave me. Anyway, so. <laughs> It's a PG podcast. <laughs> okay. Delaney, you see Delaney wants it explicit rated. Can you imagine looking up a classical, classical music uh, podcast and then the E next to it? Like, I will click on it. Like, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> for everyone, though. Okay. Instead of a day in the life composer, composer's sex life. <laughs> Ugh. I don't know, because y'all were not showering. At all. Like the girls, if the the girls put up with stuff today, what was y'all putting up with back then? Because <laughs> y'all was bathing. I want to I can't even say what I want to say <laughs> about Schubert and his escapades. And the, and the color of things. doing the story time right okay so story time is basically when someone tells you a story it's in the name we need a jingle like story time right there you go <laughs> so Delaney and i have stories related to rehearsal that we want to share um so here we go what's your give me one give me a story that you have for rehearsal once upon a time okay not long ago i was a hoe and then and then do <laughs> you know that's what Whose song is that? Oh, that girl from Real Housewives. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Anyway, once upon a time, um, I was in a chamber group. And two, two of my three stories about chamber groups because I just have not had the best experience um, in chamber groups, which is unfortunate. Because yeah, because you like, freaking love chamber music. Like, yeah, so. It's like your thing. So, but... We are, so I had a chamber group where my teacher was our coach, which was. Like, how perfect is that? It is, but also, like, I felt like a lot of pressure. Like, especially. Meanwhile, this year, your violas ain't feeling no pressure. (laughs) Oh, but he wasn't your coach. He just ran the seminar, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Um, But I felt a lot of pressure, especially because things with this group were always in pandemonium. So, oh like, and I was, of course, his contact for the group. So, like, course, I was the yeah. person that always had to bring the terrible, like, the news of, like, did you guys rehearse this week? Well, what's this name? We had to drag so-and-so by her hair to rehearse. Like, okay. you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture you dragging this girl through Lori. Because I remember one time, this is a, this is not even story I intended to tell, but when we were, like, we desperately needed to rehearse because we had a performance, and we were going to rehearse on Easter, and we were, like, what about Sunday, and Easter. I'm a first Are you even Christian? I'm like, right. it's, I was like, it's Sunday to I you. To I was like, I went to church on Easter. And I was like, well, after, I was like, what about after church? Because I actually am going to church. You probably aren't. Like, <laughs> 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 that's 
what bothered me. Maybe if I wasn't going to church and I didn't celebrate Easter, then because you know when other people don't like, they don't feel the need to like call out. You know, that's somebody's religion. Like you don't want to yeah. call out, especially. But I'm like, I actually am celebrating Easter, and I'm saying, can we practice on Easter? God don't want me to play out of tune either. And God so. says everything in decency and in order. Right. So. And that intonation is not either of those things. Listen, I ain't talking about nobody's intonation, but let's just. The favor of God was on her life when she graduated from this institution. Oh. <laughs> I don't know exactly what you're talking about. Um, right, but that was a side note. But this same group, um, so we had a nice uh, coaching with my teacher plan for the morning, and the seat, the viola seat, remained empty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not remain empty. <laughs> was empty in the beginning was empty when he got there oh was my empty god when the, when the coaching was over um so understandably like i was embarrassed yeah like this is group like you're supposed to be acting like a professional this teacher like first of all and the coaching was on a weekend so he, he left his house to yes. come ugh. to work on a weekend to coach our group because he like is in, investing you guys right this man who's a professor at the Eastman School of Music and has been for four decades, um, and you freaking don't show up to coaching, and then go message me after and was like, "Oh, sorry, I slept through." First of all, the coaching was at like eleven thirty. Like, Yikes! Six. It's not like it was at eight a.m. Like, um, she was like, "Oh, I slept through it. Um, how did it, did it go okay?" I would have left no, it on. No, it did not go. Can you want there? I didn't. I didn't respond. I would have left it on red. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's big red in <laughs> I left it on red because I was like, that it literally. No, we played the Trump Quartet. <laughs> 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 By de- you were not there. By definition, it did not go okay. <laughs> what the heck? How could it have gone okay when a literal whole part was missing? See, I can't <laughs> tell for me if I would have. If I would have left her on red, or if I would have been like, "What you think?" <laughs> that would have been good. How you? What you reckon? No, not reckon. <laughs> Depends how I felt. Depends how the spirit was moving me, or not moving me. Because I was like, I was like, "Are you kidding? Did it go okay? Yep, went just fine. Actually, you don't have to come to the concert either if you don't want. If you want actually, to you know what? Did this came out with a new version edited? Right. You're super good. Right. Don't worry about it. So. Went okay, your part wasn't important anyway. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what well, on oh God's green and blue? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> yeah, so that's how that ended. Oh, it, well, it actually ended with her being like salty towards me afterwards. But I'm like, are you kidding? You're literally 100% in the wrong, like 1000%. Like, it's only you, like, wrongville population. You, right? So, and we all lived craftily ever after. <laughs> 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 the moral of the story boys and girls moral of the story is don't sleep through your coaching what the heck or any rehearsals be on time and be prepared like what be professional yeah that's the overarching be professional so my story has to do with orchestra so um it's one of my favorite stories so i was at illinois state university as my sophomore year and brahms won this is terrible Brahms one was on the program and so we all get to rehearse the first rehearsal and for whatever reason Dr. Bark's in a mood who knows why um so 
we already knew it was like freaking over with um so we're reading through it we're reading through the first movement it sounds like trash like hot trash in july and dr block stops the orchestra he's like if you don't know this piece it's too late quit the profession and (laughs) and to this day he denies that he said that like on some jaleesa junk like denies that he's i'm like you literally said that you said and i'm sitting there like not i I didn't know brahms won so i was like (laughs) so um that was Yes. I didn't play my first Brahms Symphony until last last summer. I don't think he didn't. I don't. To clarify, he didn't mean. Oh, he meant like if you don't know your part. Yeah, oh, okay. it, or like because for him, which is like every orchestra, <laughs> it's like you have you should have listened to this before you came here. Like you're not you're not sight reading a a piece like blank. Like you've never heard it. You haven't played the notes. Like you should never ever do that. So people come in there having no idea how like when he goes on one of these one of his rants, it's like so you sort of come in here. How do you sort of come? But he's like, you sort of come in here clueless, like not knowing Brahms one. And then he's like, everyone knows Brahms one. Like if you don't know Brahms one, like it's too late, quit the profession. And like the the whole orchestra goes dead because it's like, what do you even? It was I, I remember we were in normally we rehearse in. Um, and we started Brahms one early because it was like kind of like a huge thing for us. So, I mean, like I know at Eastman they just be whipping out Brahms, but like for for us it was like we normally rehearse a piece for. I think we have like six week season, six week cycles, mm-hmm. maybe something like that. Um. So, f- but we started this the cycle before. Like we started this when we because we did a Christmas cycle in, in ISU, so we had like music for the holidays. So we started rehearsing Brahms for that during that cycle for like in October for the March concert, because I, I don't know, I guess we had, we had good horns that year. We had good stuff so we could do a Brahms one, but also like they wanted to be perfect. And it was, it was ended up being really good, but that was like not the way to start at all. And the moral of the story is listen to your music before you go to rehearsal, at least. Right. At the very least, that that thing was freaking tense. But one, also one of my favorite Doctor Block moments. He doesn't care at all about you and your little feelings. <laughs> but he's he's great, obviously. <laughs> all right, next story, short one, same person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um this time they did show up, so. Wow. I mean, don't applaud a fish for swimming. I was just like, you took the words <laughs> right out of my mouth. Do not applaud a fish for swimming. It was another coaching. This is walked in with, and I'm not one to tell somebody what to wear, but I do believe in time and place. Coaching with distinguished professor of the Eastman School of Music. Um, had a sweatshirt on, took it off. First oh, of all, coochie cutters on. Mid dreadful, <laughs> you should have seen his face. He looked disgusting. I would have been pissed. He was looking at her like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> like, like and, and I was like, everyone in this room is visibly uncomfortable. I mean, cause like, girl, wear what you want, but also like have respect for the person teaching you. Yes, you know, for sure. 
and I've always been like that like I'm, I'm pretty like particular about what I wear to a lesson because I am respecting the fact that you had to be you have to be here we're in a professional space like I wouldn't dress up be, because when Dr. Block went to Eastman men had to wear three-piece suits like that was that's the standard of dress I don't remember I don't know what women had to wear because he wasn't a, he's not a woman so he wouldn't know what the women have to wear but and you guys you still see some of those traits like the harp studio here they don't they're not allowed to wear pants stuff like that you've noticed the i haven't noticed that yeah the harp studio has a standard of dress that's not even it's not even like a fluke it's that's what it is the standard of dress but like i um i don't i like i dress casually to my lessons although like if I get dressed in the morning and like I have a shirt that's like kind of see through and like something like that, if I put it on and I remember, oh, I have a lesson today, I will change. Yeah. Um, I don't think a ton about it, but I would just make sure that I don't have on something that's very short because I literally have to open my legs to play. Mm-hmm. Um, or something that's super duper low cut because I have to lean over my thing yeah my position. Now my titty pop out in the lesson. Now what we finna do? Like what you finna do? I would never like. First of all, you can't go back. So if your titty fell out in front of him, you can't go back. I would be so embarrassed. You know, you understand that. Y- yes. Like, like, you have to take an L in lessons like, uh, in applied studio. I'm talking about no studio, no base. Like, you would have to take an F and go to a different school. <laughs> your your entire areola is on top of <laughs> oh, okay. is on top of your base. All right, let's go. <laughs> that was, that was, oh my gosh! But I just was like, it was like to the point where like, there, there's a lot of stuff. Like, we live in, you know, it's school. You can be casual. There's a lot of stuff that you can't wear. Like, I'm not saying you can't wear a skirt. I'm not saying you can't wear anything that's, like, kind of, like, above the knee. Like, yeah, you know? of course. I'm, like, you can wear stuff that's above your knee. But, like, it was the point where it was, like, sis, your undercarriage <laughs> right. is on display. Like, you bend down at a freaking, like, two degree angle and your booty cheek is here. I don't know. I think, yeah, you can wear it if you want, but it's also like respect. And it's not saying like, like when I say, I'm not saying that like oh, on some weird junk, like you have a, a male teacher, like you don't want him, you don't want him getting hard. Like, I'm, I don't mean, I don't mean that, but it's also the, like respect for like, this is a professional environment. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what I wear a t-shirt to lesson? Yeah. I would, depending. I'm weird about that though. Like I'm, to school i'm not i'm not like i'm at school all day like you know i don't dress up for my lessons at all i'm not putting slacks on but i'm i'm gonna look like i put i put effort into what i'm wearing i mean i look busted on a daily basis anyway so so, like like i was saying my regular clothes i'll wear to a lesson as long as it's not low cut see through Mm -hmm. um i probably wouldn't wear like a tank top like depending on how like what the cut is because a lot of my tank tops are kind of low cut um I just have to make sure, like, especially if I wear, like, layers, I have to make sure, like, if I'm hot, I will be able to take this off mm-hmm. and not be, like, you know? Because mm-hmm. there's just certain, like, especially because it's a very physical instrument. Like, mm-hmm. I gotta be bending over, and you, you know, all of that. Like, I don't know. And it, I just feel like, especially because they made not only, like, <laughs> the only place was priceless. The way he looked at her, like, are you kidding me? Especially because, like, He's probably fed up with that dang group. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> because one of the other people on our first coaching forgot her music at her apartment. We were at school. See, I, I do stuff like that. Like, I could be a space cadet. That's why the other day I put my music 
I was going from rehearsal to here to the performance place and I put my music in my case. I'm like, cause I am good for forgetting my music. I, I, I take that for granted though. Cause we have that whole pocket in the back of our case. Like, that's just where I keep my music. <laughs> I remember one time I was taking a mock audition for XF class and I was like, I'm going to be on time and just get there and sit and just that, 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 get there. And guess who doesn't have any of her music. And it's like, Melissa did it and she's very like, particular about it so i know if i threw the schedule off by going back to get my music like it would be a problem also i couldn't do that because she was paying the she pays other rpo musicians to be in the mock audition so that's not an option for me to throw the schedule off um so i had to use chanel's music and did terribly because none of my markings are in there i can just i could do spacey stuff like that all the time amazing i made it this far Great. So, um, the same person that didn't want to uh, Easter. Yeah. So, she's gonna be playing all day. Or are we gonna be doing Cheetos? Yeah, it's not Ramadan, sis, at all. And then you know it was freaking that same day on Easter later at like six p.m. Was like, oh, I can have a coaching today. A coaching? Because remember that was the day we were gonna have a coaching on that day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why would you text me in the mid, like in the evening on this day and say that? Like, oh, I have time for a coaching now. Would you, do you want me to call my teacher now while he's at home? Yes. Like, can you come over here right now? Actually, no, we can come to you. Right in dinner? Second. Oh, dinner and a show? <laughs> do that for you. Moral of the story is, um, just don't have your titties out. Period. In front of your teacher. That's all period. Herb got mad at me because, uh, he, he saw my dress and he was like oh I wish like we had that much variety <laughs> oh, and I was like you can wear suspenders <laughs> and he was like do you just tell me I can wear suspenders and you got a whole dress on and I'm like yeah look colorful ones dots on them people love dots yeah, you got some fun socks yeah <laughs> do they have to have black socks for orchestra depending on who like sometimes the people will request it oh. I think for orchestra yeah for chamber music I think it's up to your group. Yeah, I mean, like, standard, like, you don't have to have your titties out, you can have suspenders. Alright, you got another one? <laughs> so, uh, this one is about the last uh, Gateways Festival. That was my first one. And I was in the Ravel Quartet, and I was kind of mad about it because I was like, everybody else playing Mozart, and I gotta actually learn my music. And it was freaking hard. And so I go in there like a like a rookie. I'm just like, I got an idea about how this goes. I'm just gonna see how it go. I've since stopped doing that because it the last time I did it, it went terribly. So we I learned my lesson the hard way. But um, so I went in there and that's where I met Kyle, who's like my boo thing now. But I freaking hated Kyle because he hated me first and he denies it. I'm like, you didn't like me first, Kyle, because you were. Cause it, because of this comment, right? So we going along and we going back and forth or whatever. And then um, we stop and we're like, cause you, the thing with gateways is like, it's a lot of fun, but you have like, depending on what you're performing in, you have three or four days to put something together. So that's not a lot of time. And I was like, so they expecting us to do the whole thing. And like, why we got to do the whole thing? You know, why don't we do like a uh, couple movements? And Kyle was like, well, I practiced the whole thing. So we could, yes, <laughs> Kyle sucks. Like, and he'll deny it. He's like, well, I practiced the whole thing. So 
I mean, and I was like, catch me in the right mood, I'm good for it. Cause yeah, I mean, and I was like, <laughs> okay, boo, you can relax with all that. But not, <laughs> cause then you, know, I was in my feelings, and he was like, you be rude to me first. I was like, are you kidding, Kyle? Like, I, mean, I didn't think your comment was ruder than his was. <laughs> you said what? I didn't think your comment was ruder than his was. What was my comment? Do we get to learn the whole thing? That's what I said. No, when you said, uh, whatever you said after he said, well, I'll practice the whole thing. And then what did I say? I'm confused. Didn't you just say, oh, you could calm down with all that or something? I, like I, mean, I didn't say that to him. I just oh. met him. It was like the first rehearsal. <laughs> I thought you said that. I was like, okay, you took it there. <laughs> no, and he'll be like, well, I part- I practiced that part, so. I'm like, you could relax. <laughs> like, and you know Kyle, good for it. Like, Moral of the story is have all your music learned by the first <laughs> rehearsal. Been there, done that. Do it now. So that reminds me of something rude I said in the rehearsal one time. It wasn't even rude because I was I was a little irritated because um this is actually not the story I intended to tell, but I was a little irritated because we were on a time crunch. Um somebody had the room after us. This is not at Eastman. Mm-hmm. Um this is at a music festival that I was at last summer. And all those girlfriend was sitting up in there. Oh, um, oh my god, like, y'all know. You guys might we were playing the Brooke Octet. She was like, Well, you guys oh, might be able to Might be able to what? Nobody like, asked like, you. She, she was a musician, but I'm like, sis, you're not my coach. Like exactly. she was talking and talking and talking and I was like, All right, so how about we go and have the people who are in the group talk <laughs> before we run out of time? And, and what did she like, say? She's like, Oh, yeah, you should be sorry. And I was like, yes, it's like, I get you just no, trying to I, help. No, I said like, behind that. Freaking, like, we're on a time crunch. Nobody who was actually in our ensemble and has been at every single rehearsal has had time to say anything, and no one asked you for your opinion. So. Yeah, that's weird. People people are weird like that. Like, people I'm, think that their advice are all, is always welcome. It's not. It's not. Even, Kermaine sat in, well, I just I just had met Kermaine, and he sat in on a Ravel rehearsal and said nothing. Exactly. Because you're not supposed to say anything. And actually, Gordon asked Kermaine something about balance, and then he was like, "Oh yeah, well, da da da." And like, knowing Kermaine, like he, Kermaine gonna say something, you know what I'm saying? Like Kermaine be talking, but he said he said in his place, "It's not your place to say anything. You are you are here because you have extra time, and you're just gonna sit in this rehearsal." Especially because like, especially because then nobody ask you at all. You got you literally got eight people in this room who are in the group that you're like, and, and especially you giving a long winded girl. Ugh, you gotta be so entitled. It's annoying. Right. But my actual story, um, that I was gonna tell is when I was in high school, um, I was sitting principal for a string ensemble, and um, they tried to like engage the principal to give them more responsibility. Um, so one of the string teachers who was conducting asked me like was asking the principals like um about both stuff so he asked me in the middle of rehearsal like where would you play this part in the bow and i was like oh i will play at the balance point whatever um we're a little bouncy kind of light you know it's easy to play at the balance point um and this one dude like two stands down was like well really we might play first of all mind you this dude can't read music um he's always high um wait is it no, it's not him. Um, and also, why would y'all be in the same ensemble? Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about, but also we um, this is in high school, so yeah, you would know him. Yeah, but this person you knew you knew in high school went to my high school and was a bass player. 
No, that's what I'm saying. But oh, why would y'all be in the same? You said always high. Oh. So, but why would y'all be in the same ensemble? Oh, means I guess symphony orchestra. You still know what I'm talking about? Oh, I'm not like I'm not quite following. At oh, all. oh, oh, oh! Yeah, I know who you're talking about now. No, yeah. we didn't go to the same high school. <laughs> but y'all was in Yola, <laughs> so I kind of yeah. Um, no, but this guy he was like, Micah do it at the frog and like just Micah. First of all, this dude be having his shirt off in rehearsal, like at school. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't nobody care. I went to art school. Didn't nobody care. And I tell you, first of all, y'all are weird. Halloween, <laughs> that's an understatement. Like y'all are weird. Halloween, first of all, I'm not included in this. On Halloween, we didn't have any academic classes, um, because like it was that big of a deal. Halloween. Yeah. Let's fall looking at the shape of your building. I got an up close look at it. Oh no, it wasn't that high school. Oh. Um, that high school was weird, but also like no one knew how to play the instrument, so it was worse. Um, Wait the the high school with the little spiral thing was the was not the good one. No, that was my first one. Really? It was terrible. Right downtown, next to next yes. to Symphony Hall and all of that. It was terrible. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, what? That's not what I I thought that was the good one. Mm-hmm. They even look like the good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They put a whole bunch of effort in that for nothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah but on Halloween first this same guy. He dressed up as like I guess a Tarzan type thing, and he had his jean. He wore nothing but a speedo with some leaves glued to it, and the girl wore like two like leaves on her on her titties and like a thong. First of all, where your mama or whoever takes care of you at? To school. (laughs) A thong to school. Yes. I was like, that's how weird it was. But anyway, this same dude, he was like, yeah, we're about to do it at the at the frog, and um um and Archie was like. (laughs) No, girl. He was like, I can't remember the exact wording, which is bothering me, but I do remember the the exact wording of the second half of the sentence. He was basically like, um, I think her way her way works better, and we can take advice from you when you become principal. Oh, <gasps> <For> everybody! <laughs> and you know what? It was worse. That, that is so embarrassing. Take, that we can take advice from you when you become principal. That's a direct quote. But I can't remember the first half of the sentence, which was even more trifling. <laughs> <laughs> the teacher's damn play. Like, like you said, most people being rude is like them paying it forward to somebody else rude to them. Honestly, I think that's because that's what I've noticed. Like, I think because classical music people be really pretentious about these like three little dots on the page. Like, y'all be so pressed about these three little dots, right? So, I think what it is is people have been rude to you and it's like your time to shine. So you, you like, you're going to pay it forward because I, either way I talk to my kids, like I've seen, I've been spoken to that way. Like a lot of things I've said to my kids, I've gotten from Dr. Block. Like you're freaking clueless. Like you are clueless. Like you sort of don't, you sort of don't know where you are. Like, or like the other frog definitely got that from Dr. Block. I'd be like, I said this to kids all the time. I'm like, the frog. The fro- the other frog. I'm like, are you even here? Like, what are you doing? Hello? <laughs> like, are you good? No. Or I, I told you before we started recording that Dr. Block called me illiterate one time because I was conducting uh, one of the movements in Lisoire de Solda and the Stravinsky thing. It's hard. It's freaking hard to conduct. I probably should not have been working on it, but I was conducting one of the movements in Lisuarte Soda and I missed, I missed a forte piano. And he was like, you're illiterate. I'm like, for one, I was like, but the thing is, I'm not offended by that because Dr. Block literally speaks in hyperbole. I'm a, I literally, I'm a senior in music school 
and can read and I'm illiterate because I missed one thing, you're ridiculous. You are absolutely ridiculous. I wouldn't call a kid illiterate because that's actually mean. Like that's, <laughs> I'll probably get fired for that. Mm-mm, a strong talking to. But um, yeah, the other frog, you're clueless. You go through life not figuring it out. That was... <laughs> Well, moral of my story is respect the uh, the rehearsal pipeline. If you have a question or a concern, say it to the principal, not to the entire orchestra, because you will get dragged. The rehearsal pipeline. You should do. I had an episode idea about that. You just reminded me. Because Jasmine told me something about like today. She was like, "Oh, Principal Oboe's on stage. I can go on stage." And I was like, "Is that a thing?" Oh. I mean, let me say Oboe thing. That sounds weird. It's like that sounds like old. I think it's. She said it's like a Eastman thing, but it might. Oh, but knowing her teacher, that makes sense. Knowing her teacher, that's probably something that came from him because he coached a group that I was in, um, for Dvorak Serenade for Winds Cello Bass, um, and like he had a thing about like the ladies going on stage first and um, like some of the, and like the tuning thing. He he said that winds don't need to tune. Mm. He's like winds don't need to tune. <laughs> like, yeah. Just playing tune. It's like what? wow. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I'll be on stage. I want to be on stage. Like, yeah, what the heck? Now the principal viola got the runs, so we we run on stage thirty seconds before because that's weird and that's backwards because concert master don't go on stage first. They go on stage last. I guess it's a, she said it's an etiquette thing. Like, it's that's not old. Yeah, it's not it's like old thinking. Yeah, yeah, like three piece suits to school. Yeah, but um. that makes sense coming from. Um, my last story has to do with my fave. Shout out to George Taylor. So, Mr. Taylor, if you know anything about Mr. Taylor, his, his like thing is chamber music. He loves chamber music. So if you don't come correct to chamber music, you're playing yourself and like, it's gonna, it's not gonna end well for you, my guy. So like, even with my sonatas, I'm, I'm not the best at continuously listening to my music. I will admit that if I'm going to learn a new piece, I'll listen to it initially when I'm trying to figure it out. And then like, I'm on my own. I'm, I, I don't do a good job of checking back in. But when I was playing at Brahms, I was, li- cause I'm not, you're not going to have me out here. Cause he'll be like, what does the piano have in this bar? And I'll be like, Oh, uh, and <laughs> like, I, <laughs> like I, it would not end well for me. And we already know he kind of rude. So, uh, <laughs> um, and then also having a score, like he's very like, you don't go to a rehearsal without a score. When I was doing Hail, even Hail Stork, I, I knew to bring him an extra score because I knew I was not going to play myself. You're not going to have me in my feelings days before my recital. So this uh, chamber goes in there. And the violist, he he was an exchange student. So he's no longer here. But um, he went and his part was really well learned. Like he went in there to play. But his other members, like they weren't, they were playing like it was four people playing separate separately together right so it, it sounded like cohesive or whatever no it didn't sound cohesive it sounded they were playing together but it wasn't good you know so mr taylor they finished and he was like so how many hours a day y'all put in on practicing this and made them go around one by one and say first violin goes i don't know like 30 minutes second violin goes like 20 minutes an hour viola goes about an hour hour and a half and then cello goes yeah about 20 minutes and mr taylor's like so you came here to my studio class to play and like combine y'all barely have like two hours <laughs> and i was like my my neck got all hot i was like where this is going <laughs> <laughs> Your son, you 
he's like he he basically he i don't remember exactly what he said before it was two years ago but he like reamed them it was embarrassing basically like why would you come to my class unprepared and like you have to do better and like i want to hear this again next week leagues better and they came and played the next week and it was better but it was like the best thing ever because studio t ain't always high but when it is and like <laughs> that's one thing i will miss about studios i'm not gonna say that but like studio was okay it's just like the hour and then let's just say mrs taylor controls it i'm not that's all i'm gonna say like it, we could get out of 10 we could get out of 11 um but yeah, my studio don't have an end time <laughs> but i do run, usually run long though it, it is printed 8 to 10 that's what, all i'm gonna say <laughs> you guys don't have an end time for real it does not. really yeah, it's just until. oh you can you cannot <laughs> tell me we will be there until the cops come knocking. like security guards will even be like oh it's wednesday ain't it okay we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll let george go till well, two this time <laughs> Like, and the thing I love about Mr. Taylor, he just don't care. People are visibly dying. Okay. Like, people are, people are visibly, because it's like, you know, you've been sitting in one spot at, at the two-hour mark. It's like, you'd be looking at him like, we getting out of 10 today? Who knows? Um, and people are, like, literally, like, looking like they're on their, like, call the ambulance. Because people <laughs> are tired. We've been at school all day. You can't use your phone. Like, People are literally like distraught, right? And he keeps going. All right, so play it again from top. One more time. And I just love it because he's so dedicated to his students. You know, a lot of teachers like probably wouldn't even use the whole time. Like I, I love that. Um, but Studio T be hot. It's, it don't always be eventful, but when it is, it's great. So that was that was my favorite. It didn't happen to me as well. So that made it even better. <laughs> Cause you're not gonna embarrass I'm an animal grad student. You're not gonna embarrass me in front of everybody talking about how often you practice this. I got up there with Adrian one time. We played what do we me and Adrian play? That uh thing. Leninsky. Oh yeah, we got up there too. That ain't I don't remember how that went. I have no recollection. I know it was hot. It was so hot. I remember how it went. I remember he was like he told us play it faster and clapped it and i was like you can't just get put it 50 clicks faster and expect me to <laughs> yes he does that's what he that's how he is like i'm like if i could play it that fast i would have played it that fast that's how he is he's like all right so that was cute he'll be like let's warm up <laughs> right he'll be like no one ever plays it like that so here we go boom 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 go like it's right. like it's so fast it's like you this doesn't okay like i, I played something for him when, Oh yeah, that's when he said he wasn't gonna freak. He's like, if you gonna play it, then you, like, you gonna play it. We not gonna, we not gonna accommodate accommodate the bass. I was like, wow. And then he he realized what he said. He went back and fixed it. I was like, nah, (laughs) (laughs) nah, I know what you freaking meant. He settled though because we because listen with these teachers, you gotta you it's give and take because if you really follow all these teachers, they'll have you out here like in a home like you cannot follow them right so it's like he said like okay let's go this fast and like we'll meet you in the middle and that's exactly what we did we we probably like 10 15 clicks faster than we played the first time and that's all we're doing mm-hmm. like and you liked it that's that's period like i don't know what to tell you i mean it's like tempo really brings like an orchestral music too like you that's why they tell you listen to three four recordings or something because like people take stuff at different tempos 
They do. And also, when it's clean and neat, it's gonna sound fast. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I'd rather it be. Now we. Moderato and and uh clean than freaking vivace and now we and crip walking over the things right and now our fingers playing twister <laughs> right like, <laughs> like missing i'm playing it in e major <laughs> but uh he likes to do that with stamets and i will never forget mr taylor messed me up in my audition i probably said this before on the show because um i was playing the cadenza to the first movement of stamets in my audition and i was i was holding out a fermata you know doing my little thing just trying to make it into the school and he like gave a nod for me to keep going and I had a memory slip. I'm like, mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> so then fast forward years later, I was using Stamets for an, an audition and he was like, you like to play this? I'm like, first of all, you remember this from three years ago? Not you like to, like I have a tendency, but he's like, you like to play this like it's a slow movement cadenza. I'm like, not everybody want to play Stamets lightning speed. Like it could be a 10 minute movement. So it's like, it's going to be okay. And also when Stamets wrote this, could nobody play it. Viola wasn't even a thing back then. Viola wasn't champion until Primrose. So who was playing it? Whom? Who? Okay. <laughs> okay. The wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rebecca Clark was before Primrose, but you know what I mean. Like, <clears throat> couldn't nobody play Stomachs like that? Teacher, so. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Oh, y'all suck. <laughs> like, we can't do nothing, huh? At all. In T-Way. Well, let us know what you think about our stories. And I'll probably put something on our Instagram. Um, <coughs> meanwhile, I forgot. I started to, tr- I started to try for tidbits Tuesday and forgot to do it on Tuesday. <laughs> wow. Like, Is that a weekly thing? It's supposed to be weekly. So y'all gonna mind your business and y'all will see it on Tuesday. <laughs> it, I'm normally good for my word. I just, I don't know what happened. Oh, gateways. We can talk about gateways next week. Um... Oh, I thought we were done. Let's move on. <laughs> Tons and tons of segments on this show. Seggy waggy. Right. Segment till we black fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, it's only like four segments. <laughs> Barely. All right. It's time for Black Excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props, because there's room for everybody at the top. Who you got this week, Delaney? Is it my dude? Yes. <laughs> We're talking about Hassan Anderson. Okay, Hassan! Right. Um, Hassan is an oboist. He, um, nah, he's the oboist. Like, what the? <laughs> right, he's not an oboist. Like, he's, he's the oboist. That girl, like, Marketing. what? Um, he's a soloist, a chamber musician, and a teacher. Um, he teaches at the Music Advancement Program at Juilliard Free College. Okay. Um, he is also the oboist for a New York-based chamber music ensemble named uh, Shuffle Concert. Um, with that ensemble, he's toured Israel three times. Okay. And he's performed throughout the U.S. Okay, Jesus Canada. status. Right. Um, he's performed at the Will Concert Hall, at Carnegie Hall, the Rose Studio at Lincoln Center, the Rhinebeck Chamber Music Society Series. Oh, ooh, I can't pronounce that word. <laughs> a chamber music series in Los Angeles. Um, <laughs> the Pepperdine <coughs> University Center for the Arts, um, and a bunch of summer music festivals like Canada's Chamber Music Chamber Fest in Ottawa. Um, just tons and tons and tons and tons. Of like he popping, right? Like all name a city, he been there, right? Like, <laughs> um, he's recorded an album of various works. Um, 
of works by various artists, including Schumann, Gershwin, Abner Dorman, which was a world premiere. Uh, Come Jonathan on, world, world premiere. Right. Y'all premiering pieces? Right. Y'all Jonathan made it. Karen, which was another world premiere. Oh, uh, right. two. Multiple world Oh, oh, it's more than two. Mm-hmm. Oh. He was featured on Unremembered, which is a song cycle by Sarah Kirkland Snyder. Um, he has also made guest imp- appearances um, with the American Ballet Theater, the Orpheus Chamber Orchestra, the Jacksonville Symphony Orchestra, the Jupiter Symphony Chamber Players, the East Coast Contemporary Ensemble, and the Harlem Chamber Players, and the Juilliard Orchestra. Um, and I'm... <laughs> Listen, you better let them know you're versatile. In his bio, it says, equally at home in classical and jazz genres. You better so be equal. Like, right. I was like, oh, equally. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just in case you were wondering. Right. Ain't no 60 40. Right, so. period, <laughs> equally. <laughs> Embarrassing um, you in both, Right. So. if you were wondering. Um, he served as a teaching artist uh, for uh, Carnegie Hall and the Little Orchestra Society in New York City and Jazz House Kids, um, which is the only community arts organization in New Jersey that's exclusively dedicated to educating children through jazz. Um, he also, in addition to the uh, Juilliard Pre-College, he serves on faculty at the Harlem School of the Arts um, and the Wertherberry Pembridge School. That's an Sound fancy as heck. And he's assistant conductor of the New Jersey City University Orchestra. Oh! I, I was like, come So, on. and conductor. Right. Come on, jazz oboist, classical oboist, soloist, chamber musician, educator, and conductor. It's what still 24 hours in the day. Right. I be asking you every week because I really be confused. Right. I really be, like, dumbfounded. Okay. <laughs> Dang. That's I mean, I still feel some type of way about that tent. And if he ever listens to this, he knows exactly what I'm talking about. But um <laughs> freaking that honestly when I heard him play that that Oh, you know what he's the guy? Comedian. <laughs> because he did like he did you know like some talking like in between pieces it was hilarious it was hilarious and yeah and the way he tied it can we played beethoven before he was like like shout out to the other group for doing beethoven like there's something about playing beethoven in the summer like summer and beethoven rose and beethoven <laughs> like it was just funny like yeah. it was engaging you could tell like he knows how to speak to an audience you know what i'm saying like what a joy This uh, this <laughs> little piece by uh, uh what's it by? <laughs> I hope you like it. If you don't, then don't say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he be out here. Like, he's out here. Like, I told him, I'm like, I ain't never heard no old playing like that before in my life. Yeah. Like ever in life. Like ever. An engaging performer. Like he's really fun to watch play. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't really care for going to concerts like that, but I did enjoy hearing him. Mm-hmm. Seeing him play so. I mean, I ain't finna lie. Like the oboes have been mistreating me the past couple of days, but um, I, I stand, so <laughs> I, I I can get over it. But shout out to Hassan. We'll we'll uh keep being black at excellence. Excellent. We will link uh his social media and websites and accolades right. uh in the description. Right. You have a piece of the week. I do. Piece of the week this week is um. Amen by Carlos Simon. So this piece is lit. It is. Like, so it's basically um 
a piece uh it's a new piece i told i asked jasmine and she was proud of me for liking this piece um she wasn't <laughs> because she's like katie it's not new but it was commissioned by the university of michigan symphony band and it's an homage to his family's uh generational affiliation with the pentecostal church and you can really hear that like there's a clapping session you don't want a church to be like like that part of the end it was like it's lively the shout out to the brass section in that yeah. like what I think they were yeah. and they got like hoops and hollers because they worked the entire piece like it's so dynamic um it's in three movements um and the second movement is my favorite like you have to um, I played the version for um, orchestra, but uh, like I said, it was originally written for a symphony band. So uh, I can link his website as well. So take a look at um, Carlos Simon's work. I've also played, I played something else, like some other pieces. This is not my first time with this composer. Um, I don't want to say the wrong name of the piece because that's not what we're about to do. Actually, let me find it because I liked it a lot. Let me see. I played Plagues of Egypt. And that was also, I really enjoyed that piece because it was like bugs and junk flying from the sky. So yeah, check out him. We'll link the website. And yeah, that's it. Thank you so much for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to check us out on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, black excellence suggestion, girl, what you want us to know, send them to classicallyblackpodcast at gmail.com and we will talk to you next week.